listening to the Maple Leafs Hot Stove Podcast with Mike Sullivan and Declan Karen. On this week's program, we're speaking with Rob Urbanati of Canadian heavy metal icons, Sacrifice. Hey, what's up, everybody in Leafs land? This is the first Maple Leafs Hot Stove Podcast. I'm Mike Sullivan, and this is Declan Kieran of the Maple Leafs Hot Stove. Declan, hello. Hey, everybody. How are you doing, man? Now, this is uh, this is our first podcast, dude. It is. It is. It, uh, I'm, I'm pumped about this. Yeah, so well, I guess you tell people, since you know you work for the site, what this is all about. Uh, well, I think this is something that you, you and I started talking about a little bit, just sort of looking at uh, music and the Leafs. And starting to do a podcast with bands that are that are big Leaf fans, and it seems to be that there there's quite a few of them. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes. And you know what better time? The lockout's over, and we had the first game last night. So the the first guest we decided to have on here is probably the biggest Leafs fan that I know that it also plays in a band. We have Rob Urbanati of Sacrifice on the line. Rob, what's up, buddy? Oh, uh, not much. Just uh, happy about the game last night. Yeah. Now, for people that don't know Sacrifice, uh, they are arguably one of the best, or if not the best, metal band that this country has ever produced. Well, thank the, you. Yeah, buddy. And they were active in the 80s. Uh, you guys are active again uh, these days. Sort of semi-active, I guess we'll say. Is that fair? Yeah. And um, you're a huge Leafs fan. Oh, yeah. Huge Leafs fan. The whole band, actually. Yeah. When we go to band practice, the first thing we talk about is, uh, you know, what the Leafs are doing, a trade or, you know, a game last night, whatever. Yeah, it's, we're all huge fans. How did you guys uh, start off being Leaf fans? It was just sort of a, you know, your dad was a Leaf fan, you were a Leaf fan? or um, Actually, not really. Um, I think when I was really small, uh, my parents would go out to party or whatever, and they'd leave me with uh, my grandparents on my mother's side. And they were, uh, they're from Scotland, and uh, they were huge Leafs fans. And, um, yeah, I mean, so I'd, I'd end up there Saturday night with uh, with my grandparents watching hockey, you know, and uh, got to know all the players. And, I mean, I was in hockey a little bit before that. This was, I was pretty young, I mean, but yeah. uh, this was, you know, really, you know, bonded with my grandparents over hockey. <laughs> nice. Do you have a uh, favorite player, Rob, now that we're on the – if we're going to start with the, the history of your Leaf fandomania – you might as well, uh, you know, ask you about your favorite player. Who's your favorite Toronto Maple Leaf? Um, of all time, yeah. Uh, it's I'd have to flip a coin between Gilmore and Clark. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I really had to pick, I might go Gilmore. But uh, there's been a lot over the years. I mean, when I was a kid, uh, I used to play in net, and uh, Paul Mateer was huge for me. Hmm. And uh, you know, over the years, I even. John Cordick. I mean, he was such a great fighter. You know, he was he was one of my favorite Leafs for the short he, time he was here. He was totally insane. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I was the only guy in the city that really liked that trade. <laughs> <laughs> so last night was uh, was was the first puck drop since the lockout, and the Leafs beat the Habs two uh, one. Yeah. How do you feel about it, Rob? Oh, great. I was so happy to see hockey again. I was really excited yesterday, you know, the anticipation to see see the Leafs come back out on the ice. And, um, you know, against Montreal, a great game. And, uh, you know, I thought it was great for as a Leaf fan to see, see them beat the Habs. So that was awesome. Yeah, Hell yeah. Same here. What, what did you think about, you know, uh, all these guys on the Marlies uh, doing their thing? So Kadri and Scrivens and Koska. Oh, it's it's so great to see the Leafs finally. I think a lot of Leafs fans over the years have been saying, "Call up the kids." You know, what are you doing with these veteran guys? Mm-hmm. So 
it's kind of great to see the veterans who haven't been producing being, you know, put on waivers and, you know, calling kids up that are hungry and ready to play. And Kadri, um, I think this is his year to break out. And I, I think uh, maybe without uh, Wilson and Burke here, it might, I think that was kind of a black cloud hanging over him. And uh, I think he might break out this year. I think that'd be nice to see. Yeah, you mentioned Burke and Wilson, so let's uh, let's go there because the Burke thing is still pretty fresh. What were your initial thoughts on the firing of Brian Burke? Uh, I was completely shocked. Uh, I was actually uh, at work. I walked in for lunch, and a bunch of guys are going, "Rob, Rob, come here, come here, (laughs) come over," and they're going, "Uh, "Guess what happened today?" You know, Burke got fired. They had to show me on the phone. I wouldn't believe it. But um, yeah, a really weird time to fire the guy. I think regardless of uh, whether you like Burke or not, uh, the Maple Leafs hot stove mentioned this a couple times, uh, you know, that the timing was just off. I mean, regardless of whether or not you like Burke, odd timing. But maybe it scared him. Maybe it scared him into a win last night. It could, maybe. I mean, something, there's obviously something happened. You know, we've all seen the rumors of what's, you know, been going on with Berkey, whatever. Let's keep, we'll keep it classy on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... Some, something had to happen to for him to get fired at that point, you know? It's yeah. really strange. But, I mean, it, hey, I was a Burke fan. He made, uh, you know, he made a couple of bad moves, but it's, yeah, I think it, the, the good moves he made outweighed the bad by a great deal. Yeah. Every GM is going to make a bad decision, too, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. Sometimes you're forced into it. I think yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just, I remember when he came here and he's talking about rebuilding and getting draft picks. I'm like, we, you know, who are you going to trade, you know? And then he gets rid of, uh, I was thinking, how are they going to get rid of the salary? And he gets rid of uh, Blake and Toscala right away. And I'm like, this guy's a magician already. Yeah. And the, the, the fun of trade obviously was pretty, uh, pretty big as well. Yeah, that was incredible. That was, uh, it, it was almost like uh, coming home and seeing that Gilmore trade happen all over again. Yeah. I think uh, I think everyone started thinking back to to the Cliff Letcher days as well. Yeah, were you happy with his tenor here, Rob? Would you have given him a little bit more time? Yeah, well, it, it, it's funny. It seems like you they're right at the about to turn the corner. It seems like now. I think a lot of people I'm, a lot of people sorry, figure that as well. Is, is that this year that they were going to be uh, they're going to be turning a page? You know what I mean? They were they're going to shoot up the standings. I, I think that yeah. was sort of the general consensus. Not that they're uh, they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year, but. Uh, it just seems like they're starting to take a step up. And um, really now, though, when you see what's going on with the team, you know, would Burke have uh, sent Conley to the Marlies? You know, would he have, you know, uh, put Lombardi on waivers? I, I don't know. All right, so last thing uh, I want to mention about the Burke thing, uh, off ice, the guy was also really good. You guys in agreement on that? Oh, yeah. Undeniable, yeah. Cool. High hopes for uh, Kessel and Lupel this year, Rob? Yeah, they've got to repeat for sure. Yeah, but you know, Kessel, he's going to get fifty one of these years. So I'm hoping it's uh, he starts this year. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I guess he can this year. It's kind of short season. Well, he had but... a lot of speed last night. I mean, he didn't. You know, he was moving. There was that one, you know, situation. He almost turned into a breakaway because of mm-hmm. his speed. Yeah, you could really tell the uh, the guys that played over in Europe. They had to step up. Um, and then guys like uh, like fans Reemsdyke, he just didn't seem to have it last night. He, bobbling the pup quite a bit, and Grabo was kind of off too. If I thought, but I, I think yeah, he was for having to play in Russia, Russia, I was kind of shocked too. But yeah, I think um, he, he and Kuhlman have had at least twenty or thirty games in playing playing over in Russia. Yeah, goaltending Scrivens. What did you think of that call? 
Um, well, I, well, I would have definitely done the same. Same here. Yeah. He's been, uh, he's, he's in condition yeah. to play. You know, I, Reimers, I, I don't know what kind of, uh, I'm sure he's been on the ice quite a bit, but you know, it's different being in a game situation sure. and I think they've got to ease him in. And uh, now, uh, you know, I'm glad they didn't make that Luongo trade. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing about that, you know, seeing Luongo skate on the ice after after Corey Schneider got pulled out in Vancouver. They're probably having the, it's probably yeah, no, I was thinking the there. same thing, and I I, I was saying uh, he won't let one in, and he let a couple in. But <laughs> I I don't think they want to get rid of him just yet. Now, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting eh? how quick they could change. They should have got rid of him already by now. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I think. Uh, it's going to be the same thing that happened with Nash. You know, you're asking for a lot, you're going to end up getting nothing. All right. Yeah. Let's see what else. Well, the next couple of games, we're talking uh, Buffalo tomorrow, and then I think we Pittsburgh. play Pittsburgh, and then the Islanders. So I'm thinking we got the Islanders. Buffalo's going to be interesting, and Pittsburgh, I'm worried about. Cody Hodgson as first line center for Buffalo. Doesn't yeah. sound so deep down. down the <laughs> and man, I'm just, I, I get so terrified watching the Leafs play Buffalo. You know, they've got that curse thing. Totally the rivalry. Although they broke but, it a couple times last year. Yeah. So hopefully that's gone now. Mm-hmm. That's more, more in Buffalo, though. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Tomorrow's a home opener. So it's a, it's a home game. That's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. So, Rob, do you um, play hockey still or do you, do you ever go out and play a little bit of shinny? Do you ever throw on the old Leaf jersey? Do you have any Leaf jerseys? Oh yeah, I've got a Leafs jersey. I don't really play hockey anymore. Um, I'm kind of afraid to now. You know, too many stories about guys in their 40s dropping dead after playing hockey. Yeah, yeah. The old. I mean, as far as like, I, I'd love to find a pond around here uh, where I could just lace up some skates and just fire a puck around a little bit. Yeah, hell yeah, man. But um, you know, global warming's not cooperating. So. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of the whole uh, MLSC thing here? Do you think we're going in a, in a new direction? What about Nonis? We haven't talked about Nonis. He's kind of Burke Light, a lot of people are saying. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I like what he's done uh, in the short time. He's been uh, the captain of the ship, you know. Like, just the, just the fact that, you know, he's not uh, above sending a high-paid guy down to the Marlies is, is uh, it's nice to see. And I think it sends a message to the team. That if you're not going to play, you know you, you're not wanted here. So, um, no, no cushy positions. I'm, uh, yeah, and I, I'm ready to um, absorb this season. You know, if the Leafs don't make the playoffs, I'm, I can, I'll be okay with it as long as we're going to continue to build. And uh, but I look, my daughter can't even remember ever seeing a Leafs playoff game. You know, wow, it's, it's been. It's been way too long. Totally, man. I, you know, one of these days, I want, I want to see the Leafs in the playoffs. Damn it! Hell yeah, man. I mean, it's like we're like the, the the New York Yankees of the NHL. I mean, we're paying for other teams to exist. We make the most money. Blah 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 blah. We're the, you know, mm-hmm. it is our duty as Toronto to be in the playoffs, man. Yeah, yeah I agree. You know, it's just, like Berkey would say, this is the Vatican of hockey here, yep. and it's true. Interesting from, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video of, of uh, Carlisle after the game, or was it before oh, the game? Oh, wow, let's talk about Carlisle, he, too. He was, uh, he was saying that the, what they're doing right now is just trying to instill a little bit more of uh, respectability back in the club, not being the butt of jokes around the league and you know not being in the playoffs for seven or eight years or whatever it is. Who said that, Carlisle? Carlisle, yeah. Yeah, so, I did see that press conference. When yeah. did he say that? He, I think it was yesterday he said that. Really? And, I think uh, it was in the post-game or pre-game, I can't, yeah. Love yeah. it. So I, th- I thought that was interesting. It's a good thing. I mean, the players hear all this stuff. Yeah. 
Sure you know, whether, whether they're at the press conference or not. And that was, uh, you know, it's, it, it's nice to hear a coach stand up and say that. I like the fact that he was here before as well. I mean, he he's a Leaf. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, definitely. He's, uh, yeah, he, he's been a player here. I mean, well, Wilson was too, but... I don't think any, I don't think that, I don't know anyone that like Ron Ron Wilson, but uh, no, he was um, he was my least favorite coach that I can remember on the league. Yeah, me too. <laughs> He's just way too arrogant. Uh, yeah, yeah, he came close to ruining some prospects here. Um, don't like the way he spoke to the goalies. Is yeah. terrible. Yeah, I actually last season a lot of that that waffling on the goaltending after saying you're going to stick with the hot hand and then yeah. waffling on that. And that was a super bad call. I think, you know, monster was playing not bad at that time. Yeah. And then reasonably well. And then he puts in Reimer after coming back from injury against Boston. It was just a, an awful decision. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Destroy his confidence and confidence is everything with goaltending. What does Graves call him? Napoleon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't think anybody was, uh, was sad to see him go. No. You like Carlisle. You think he's going to be all right? I actually uh, met Randy Carlisle uh, outside of a restaurant uh, not too long ago. Last last uh, day of the season last year, I accosted him. And he was <laughs> he was scared at first and then very friendly. <laughs> I think he thought I was going to be like, Leafs suck. I hate the Leafs. And then as soon as I was like, nice to see you in the city, man, next season, he was, yeah. he was nice. But, um, Rob, you got high hopes for Carlisle? You think he'll be able to pull this squad together? I think so. So far, so good. Yep. I mean, they, the way they played last night. I, you know what? In the third period last night, when when Montreal scored to to make it two one, um, I said to my friend last night, uh, I, I haven't seen the Leafs do this, and I can't tell you how long. But I just want to see them shut a team down for once. Yeah, you know, and and they pretty much did. You know, I think yeah. Montreal got one point shot through that looked somewhat dangerous, but aside from that, they they looked good. Hopefully. Uh, He's got them all on the same page. Hey, Castle Lupo were coming back last night. You know, they're skating hard, back checking. Um, a lot of the wingers are wasn't pinching like crazy. Commissaric had a good game. I, that, yeah. sort of, I was looking for the, I, I, I was looking I was looking for the players that you normally expect to, you know. What was the last time you said that? Um, <laughs> this, I think the start of last season, same thing. It was like, you know, he's not a train wreck. This is pretty good. But uh Yeah, we got I think I saw in the paper today he got sixteen minutes last night. Yeah. I think so. I'm a firm believer. I'm, I'm a big Mike Commissaric fan, believe it or not. But I, I like you know what? I, I like, like Commissaric too. I, I like big shutdown defense. But I think they're you know it's a hard position to play. And I think Wilson's systems just exposed those type of players like a Jen Boshman, Commissaric. Well, yeah. he let the, the those guys do whatever they wanted. It seemed like, yeah. and I mean the defense were just getting hung out to drive. You know, with, you know, puck would be in the net and. The, who Simpson or whatever idiots on hockey in Canada? Oh, look at this! He's out of position. Yeah. And, you know. Meanwhile, the wingers are down behind the uh, goal line at the other end of the ice. Still, that was one thing I noticed last night. There was like maybe one stretch pass or two stretch passes over the red line. When last year it was like you know that was all the, the entire that. game was just stretch passes and stretch passes. That was Ron Wilson's. Uh, that was his deal, but uh, so many short, crisp passes last night. I thought it was great. Another thing about Mike Commissary that I like is he'll go when he's got to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, with the goalies, the younger goalies in there, he's one of the first guys in the crease pushing people out of there, man. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I see, too, the officials are letting that go a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, see, see Montreal take a run at Scribs again? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right, right away, those halves. Yeah, the coach on Tega bounced around a couple of times last night. Yeah, he did get knocked around a bit, eh? Yeah. 
we're Leafs fans, all three of us, obviously, and we're quite passionate, and obviously we're going to be um, positive about the situation and optimistic. Rob, uh, you know, over the years, you've been a Leafs fan for this this hard. Has your optimism ever waved? Do you ever have moments of, uh, you know, where you think, but what am I doing following the Leafs? Have you ever had that? There was a time in the 80s where <laughs> where they were just incredibly bad. Like, just awful. You know, Comically that was, bad. Was like, you know, I was talking about Cordic there earlier, and there was a time where he was the only bright light on the team for me. Like, the... <laughs> The game would start, and my only hope in that game would would be that he grab um, some idiot on the other team and punch him out. You know that was that was me winning the game. You know for me, right? Because there's no way they were going to beat anybody. I think that year they won maybe twenty under twenty games. I can't even remember. But around then, I was thinking, yeah, there's there's not too much here. You know the cupboard's pretty bare. And you know, you guys, I'm sure don't remember the Ballard era and stuff. That was just, you know, just horrible. I, I, I'm old enough to catch the tail end of it, but uh, it was yeah. really pretty bad. I'm aware yeah. of, yes, I've heard the myths and the and the stories and the tales the, the of evil. Of 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 yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I, I hadn't known this. I'm picturing he, Mordor right now. By the way, that's what's going on in my brain. <laughs> for Leafs fans, yes, that's what it was. <laughs> they, they had an auction recently for a lot of the the old stuff from the gardens. I didn't realize that he burned the original uh, Stanley Cup banners. Yeah, Is well, that true? I, I yeah. heard someone did the find them somewhere in some room uh, when they cleaned out the gardens. Oh, so uh, he, they found them. I, I don't know if they found all of them, but there's a whole all kinds What's of the these artifacts in the in the gardens, and I don't I don't really know the whole story, but um, he he wouldn't put them up. Yeah, he wouldn't. They were replicas, so he just wanted to keep them in good condition. Well, I don't get why would he burn know. them? What I, was the deal there? He was he was just that was Harold Ballard, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it was I, it was so good to see banners up. Uh, in uh, the gardens or the yeah. ACC, whatever you know, but when they finally did it, you just, wow! There's, you know, we won cups here. Totally, <laughs> man, yeah, yeah, they should be up. Yeah, back to the optimism and being a fan for so long, and you know, hanging with the team through you know at the '80s and you know now three lockouts. You know, a lot of people these a lot of fans these days are you know they're asking they want free tickets, they want you know discounts. You think uh, the Leafs have done a good job of that that sort of stuff, or, or does that even matter to you? Um, it, that doesn't really matter to me. You know, if I, if the Leafs wanted management want to do something substantial, you know, lower the ticket prices to, you know, somewhere uh, above, you know, not astronomically above the league average, mm-hmm. you know, just, who can really afford to go to game here? But they can, no one, you know, it doesn't matter how bad the Leafs are. This, this, uh, building was going to sell out every game regardless, you know, yep. so they can charge basically whatever they want. It's just it's it's kind of sad. It sort of prices out the, uh, you know, the regular guy from going to a game. Yeah, with his kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it costs you a fortune. Yeah. Did you get to get into some games down at uh, Old Maple Leaf Gardens, Rob? And your, oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Some some great memories for me actually. Um, Fire them off. I always remember when I was. Uh, I think the first game I went to. I was pretty young, maybe seven years old. Mm-hmm. Like the Leafs were playing Chicago. Oh, nice. And um, I remember walking out, um, the, you know, the tunnel before you go into the arena, 
and just thinking, oh, my God, this is huge. You know, when you you walk out and the bright lights are up and you see the ice down there and you're just looking around going, oh, my God, this place is huge. And then, you know, towards the end there, when the gardens is about to close down, last time I was in there, I walked in and think, wow, it's, it's pretty small. Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you were, like, crammed right up, you know, beside somebody there if you were there. Yeah, I actually remember going to see a Canada Cup game there. Cool. Yeah, it was an exhibition game, but we wanted to go to an exhibition game because we knew that was the only time we were going to see Wendell in a Team Canada uniform. Badass. So um, it was, I think it was in July, and it was so hot. Like, there's no air conditioning. <laughs> it was so freaking hot. It was like a sauna. You know what's cool about uh, the gardens is it smelled like Stanley Cups. You know, it just had an, an, an aura and a, a smell of victory to me. Oh, it did. And you don't, I don't know. I don't get that when I go in the ACC. You can see, I, I you, like can see you can see from but, wherever you are. You can, yeah. you can see and you got a bit more space. Sight lines are good in terms of True. in filling the arena up. I mean, it's, that's easier. It's not really a bad seat in the house. No, yeah. but I don't it like. It just doesn't have the character. There's just no right. atmosphere in it at all. And the history. Yeah, there's history. Like, I mean, I could go in the gardens and say, you know, hey, there's Ballard's box over there. And, you know, um, you, I don't know if you guys have been there, but the, you look up at the ceiling and there's just, you know, scaffolding and That's wires and crap and all. <laughs> like, it was just, you could sit back and look at the ceiling of the gardens and just, it looked like an M.C. Escher painting or something. Yeah, I remember, I always remember looking up and seeing the, uh, the walkways that went all the way along the top of it. And there's these small little walkways. And it was, uh, I always looked. That thought was really interesting as well. I miss the yeah. good old uh, piss troughs. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's too. one thing I don't. <laughs> that was pretty foul. Yeah, that was pretty. That's pretty barbaric. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah. I've never seen anything like that actually, <laughs> other than at the gardens. Yeah, or a barn. Yeah, it was a barn, eh? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm glad they didn't knock it down entirely. That there is a rink in there somewhere. You know, I, I think that was the right move. It wasn't looking good for a while. I'm, I'm, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I was scared about it getting uh, completely annihilated. You know. I was driving by with my daughter a little while ago, and I said, you want to go shopping in the gardens? And I said, yeah, let's go. So went and checked it out. It was, was kind of neat. They have center ice and stuff marked off, right? And, like, some cool – I've heard it's well, like they have some cool hockey stuff in there, actually. I didn't see the ice surface. I think that's uh, – you have to go around the back of the building now because it's uh, something to do with Ryerson. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, like, upstairs now, right? So it's, like, kind of like – I'm not really sure – I don't even think it was open when I went to yeah. to Loblaws at the time, but um, it's open now. I, I don't know. I, is it the Ryerson team plays in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think okay. it, it looks like they basically raised the floor up, so it's uh, the upper bowl, and that's about it. Yeah. Have you been in there? No, I haven't. I haven't. I actually haven't been in there either. Nope. Should do some, I'm going to have to go. Some grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did the um, that skating thing there, right? Yeah. Then they the also did. The lock was on? Yeah. Or? Yeah, they did that, and they also did, uh, I saw over the holidays, it, there was some sort of uh, skate with a bunch of NHLers there. Yeah, that was the yeah. charity, The um, I can't remember what the charity's for but now, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Rob, I guess, uh, if, you know, in conclusion of this interview and this Leafs banter, I have to ask, you know, talking about the gardens and attending games, you know, do you have a couple standout games, your favorite games that you ever saw? You know, maybe not necessarily that you attended, but just those games that you'll always remember, you know? Like, when you see them on Leafs TV, you're like, ah, I remember every bit of this game. Oh yeah, the uh, that Detroit playoff game where Borshevsky yeah. won. What I a mean, game! Leafs had no business being in that series. That what they a great game! Fought back. I think they're down two games uh, at the beginning of it, and they just fought their way back. Yeah, got right down to Game Seven, and uh, I think 
I think Gilmore scored right at the end of the game to put it into overtime, and then uh, Borshevsky scored. Every time yeah. I see that, I can't remember his name, the trainer with the water bottle spraying, you know, right after yeah. he scored, and, you know, that whole scene. <laughs> yeah, that man. was a – I couldn't believe it. And that whole that whole playoff run that year was incredible. Well, it's I, just, the, but the sad part of it was – that game seven in LA that year was on my birthday. Oh, oh no. no way. I didn't think that day could get any worse for some. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's horrible, man. Yeah. Uh, it's really bad. It's insane how bittersweet the, you know, Gretzky putting the knife in the back at the end is just insane. What was Walter must've been freaking out. Yeah. Um, man, that was, uh, I, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. That was my favorite team, just because of the you know the age. Mm-hmm. But they were those were my guys. The you know Gilmore and Clark and Podvin and heck of a yeah. team. Yeah, heck of a team. That's probably the most mem- memorable uh, era of the Leafs for me too. Yeah, same here. Yeah. They, were, they were they were great. But uh, yeah, I remember that game too. I actually watched that game pretty recently. You know, and like the, the Detroit was heavyweight man, Iserman and Fedorov and Tim yeah. Shelday and that. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were. It was it was incredible. At least we're even in it. I always like especially the, like I, I I remember I think it might have been the, the year or two before that Detroit would be playing the Leafs in the playoffs and they'd win eight nothing. People would be throwing their jerseys on the ice and oh, you know yeah. hats and all kinds of stuff. Like they they just couldn't handle it anymore. I'll always remember uh, Bob Probert and Wendell Clark going at it. Clark just you know Probert. Taking, yeah. taking a swing at Gilmore and, and Clark ripping down to the other end of the ice and taking on Bob Probert. I know, and, and holding his own, too. I mean, totally. what a fighter Clark was. You know, he wasn't a totally. big guy. Probert was probably a foot taller than Clarky. Yeah. Uh, but, man, he could pound for pound. Clark, he could throw him with, with anybody. Toughest guy in the league, pound for pound. Yeah, yeah definitely, ever. <laughs> yep. You ever uh, you ever meet any Leafs in your uh, travels, Rob? Any any, uh, any Maple Leafs ever been a fan of sacrifice? Or uh, have you, you know, just stumbled upon a Leaf in a bar? Like, I met Doug Gilmore randomly at a bar once. It was awesome. Yeah. No, but there was one time. This is the, the one sacrifice Leaf story. Was uh, We were going to play in... Um, uh, Buffalo. I think we're going to do a couple of shows in Buffalo and Rochester with Razor. Anyway, we're we're driving down. Uh, just got across the border, and um, I think uh, Gus, our drummer, said to me, "He goes, hey, hey, there's Rick Five over there." So um, we're telling our driver, "Hurry up, get get a, get beside this car." <laughs> So we pull up beside him, and, and I go, honk the horn. She honks the horn, and Rick Five looks over, and we're going, go, let's go. You're going festival, and he's just waving to us. Awesome. So we get down to the venue, and I think the guys from Razor were going, hey, did you guys see Rick Five? <laughs> That's awesome. So, but, yeah, I don't I, I don't think there's ever been any Leafs that have been sacrificed fans, that have, from my knowledge, anyway. My 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 only uh, major Leaf experience was uh, Doug Gilmore outside of a bar. Doug had had a few pops. And, uh, you know, we, we asked him, Doug, can you take a picture? And he said, sure, uh, just give me the camera. So he was going to take the picture for us. And we're like, no, dude, we want you in the picture, man. (laughs) (laughs) Which is pretty awesome. I thought it was pretty funny, you know? Yeah. He seems like a pretty down to earth guy. Yeah. He was nice. Um, I've had a, I think I met, uh, met Clark and Zezel at the auto show. Nice. I've got a few actually. I met, uh, Pac when the day got fired. That's right. Oh wow! Yeah, he was he was speed walking down Young Street <laughs> in his full Maple Leaf like track gear, and we pulled over and started chatting with him. And it was like JFJ is an idiot. And I use worse language than that, and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, people do that." Wow! <laughs> yeah, you was, know what I used to do when I was a kid was um, 
I'd write letters to the Leafs, and uh, they'd send you back uh, like this hockey, not like a hockey card, almost like a postcard. And uh, so I started writing letters to everybody on the Leafs, and I'd get all these like, cards at home, you know. Wow. Sometimes they'd write a little note to you on the card. Is that ever cool? Yeah. Do yeah. you still have them? Uh, I probably got them somewhere stashed away in the house, yeah. So that, that, those are autographs, though. They sometimes they'd like they were they'd have a printed autograph on them, and sometimes they'd go over and uh, and resign it. That's pretty cool. That was back in the Palmateer era, and you know Wayne Thomas and Matt and stuff. That's awesome. So I yeah. guess Rob, we have to. Uh, this is where we're going to play a song by Sacrifice uh, for everybody listening. Um, this is off the 2009 release. I was going to bring up this song uh, solely because I associate this song with the Leafs. It's called We Will Prevail. Yeah. It's off the uh, last record you guys put out in 2009, The Ones That I Condemn. Uh, fantastic record. And it kicks off the album. And Rob, prior to this, I had asked you if we could play this in the podcast, and you were about to mention that this song is, in fact, about the Leafs. Please explain yeah. this. This is insane. So I'm not I'm not crazy. I, we had not talked about this <laughs> no, at all. No, that's, uh, that's pretty amazing you picked that out. Mike, Mike was saying to me, he was playing uh, NHL 13. He said, I, used to, I, I play NHL 13 of this song. He's like, I think this is about the Leafs, but I, I don't. How, how can I tell? <laughs> There's no way to tell because yeah. this is We Will Prevail, right? Those, those are the only real lyrics in the song, right? Yeah. Well, um, you know, my goal with that song was, you know, wouldn't it be great to it just even once if they play this it, it, awesome. a game or something, you know? I do it every so, night in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the, it, the middle of the song, it has that we will prevail, you know? So oh. I had that, that little three rest part there, and I was, I, I was thinking of a title, and I knew I wanted it, you know, something that would uh, fit in with, uh, with the lease, you know? So I just came up with we will prevail, that's it. You know, and, um, you know, it's probably, it's, it's way too heavy to be blaring at the ACC, but, you know, it's fun, fun doing the song anyway. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a Leaf song. <laughs> That's incredible because it has, I don't know how I picked up on that vibe, dude, but for sure, for me, it's always been a Leaf song, which is interesting because I, we have never had this conversation before, which is awesome. Another interesting note on a, on a very musical Leafs geek uh, <laughs> factoid mission here. There is a picture in the inlay of this CD uh, of uh, Rob. I don't know if it's you in the Leaf jersey. There is a Leaf jersey in the album somewhere. Correct? Uh, in some of the pictures, there's probably a couple of Leaf things there. Yeah. Uh, there's actually, I know there's for a fact there's a picture of uh, outside the studio. Uh, someone had a camera and I had my trunk open. I had a Leafs flag in there. You know, kind of you hang that's out your uh, maybe that's your window. So I had that. You know. Our drummer Gus, we you know took a picture with the leaf flag up, so I know that's in there. There's probably I know Scott wears his leaf jersey quite a bit. There's probably a couple of him in there. You know, uh, I, I might have too. You know what? I got to ask this now before we get in the song. I wanted to ask this earlier, but you know, you've traveled across this country and played to to people in different cities. You know, is Leaf Nation Leaf Nation? Is it across the map? Oh yeah. Yeah, you can hear it. I mean, uh, when they're playing in Calgary or something, it sounds like it's 50-50 about every building, you know. And, um, yeah, there's Leaf fans everywhere. It's funny, too, because people, I don't know how they know, but everybody seems to know that I'm just a complete Leafs fanatic. (laughs) (laughs) So everywhere we go, I always meet, whether they're fans of other teams or not, you know, they'll give me some ribbon about the Leafs. Or Or a bit of respect, man. We are, you know, we're Hockey Central. 
Yeah, I mean, hey, you have, if you're a Leafs fan, you've got pretty thick skin, right? Hell yeah. There's nothing anyone <laughs> can say that, yeah, that it makes me uh, ashamed. I, I've seen it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been through some tough times with the Leafs, but, you know, I'm still here. There's only one way to go. Yeah, and I mean, hey, look, they're not, they're not going to win the Cup this year. Well, but, you know, I'd, I'd like to see it happen, but... I'm I'm just as excited this year as any other year just to see hockey, you know? Well, that's the thing. It all comes back to having fun, and I think whether you're playing it or you're watching it, it's got to be about fun in the end, right? This is kind of yeah. warped, but I was hoping that uh, Montreal was going to tie it up so I could see another period of hockey. So, <laughs> that's I was, weird. I was like, I want, I want the Leafs to win, clearly, but I just want to see another period of hockey. I miss this so much, and uh, you know, a shootout win would be kind of cool, you know? But I hear it. Hey, I win's a win. Hey, uh, Rob, I guess I should ask this too. It's our duty, but, um, you know, what's the plans for Sacrifice in the future? You guys working on new music? I know you guys are sort of uh, low-key because everybody's kind of all over the place, but any plans yeah. for, for uh, even just a one-off show, anything like that? Um, yeah, I think we're going to get a couple of shows together uh, this year, maybe maybe playing here in town, and uh, awesome. we'll probably end up doing one or two more. Uh, I think we're going to stick in Canada this year instead of uh, going overseas to do a couple of shows. It's basically our, when we're sacrificed to playing, we're using our vacation from work at this point. So, um, yeah, we've got to really pick pick where we're playing carefully. I know I know the uh, the European tour schedule or the uh, the festival schedules, are they can be uh, pretty lucrative for bands. And, you know, you're playing in front of tens of thousands of people rather than thousands or, you know, in the single digits. What... Uh... Have you guys ever sort of done that, or, or would you look at doing that again? Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, a couple of years ago, we went and did our first thing over in Germany. There's a festival. It wasn't, it wasn't one of the big, huge, like, Wachener. It was, uh, uh, I can't remember, maybe 5,000 capacity uh, halls. It was a really good experience, really cool. A lot of bands there, um, people you haven't seen for a long time from, you know, Europe that have come over here to see us play. Um, cool. And a lot of people, you know, that actually that was our first time ever playing in Europe. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people that are seeing us for the first time as well. That's and, cool. uh, yeah, it was a really cool experience. So, Rob, uh, I guess the next time we decide to do uh, another uh, podcast like this, we end up interviewing another musician. We, we, we were thinking about maybe giving you a ring again, if that's all right. Hey. You guys can always rely on me to talk about the Leafs, okay? <laughs> just, just consider me a part of the show. If you guys ever want to call me up, just read my number. <laughs> so this is off uh, the ones that I condemn. You know what? Let's play uh, We Will Prevail, and that leads into uh, the title track of the record as well. So we might as well play both because they go together on the album. Um, Absolutely, sure. All right, let's do it. This, is, uh, this one goes out to the Toronto Maple Leafs from Sacrifice. It's called We Will Prevail. Robbie, yeah. thanks, buddy. Thank you, guys. Go Leafs, go. Yeah, goalies go. Here it is, sacrifice.
Hey, what's up, Leaf Nation? This is Rob from Sacrifice. You're listening to Maple Leaf Hot Stove Podcast. has been a Maple Leafs Hot Stove production. For Maple Leafs news, opinion, and analysis, make sure to go to MapleLeafsHotStove.com and join the conversation. Thanks for listening.